the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. We can talk real estate, insurance. We can talk millennials versus Generation X, Generation X against the baby boomers. Of course, I hate the baby boomers because they're going to be taxing our system for a long period of time while not putting income taxes into it. Let's talk with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Mr. O'Hare, how are you? Hey, Rob. Doing fine, thanks. Good to be back with you. Good. I'm trying to talk a little trend investing today. Um, anything you want to talk about with trends? Uh, very broad, open topic with you. Yeah, you know, I mean, trends can certainly uh, work in your favor, but like anything else with a trend, uh, you better, you know, have your timing right. So, um, you know, we've seen this, this stock market anyway, seems to really embrace certain trading trends and, and lets them ride for an extended period of time. And, when you have low interest rates and low, you know, periods of low volatility, uh, it, it can, you know, lead to successful trend trading, trend investing. Uh, but would caution listeners that, based on the experience of recent years, it could also lull one into a false sense of security that you're going to continue to see that those easy money trades in some of those trends. Um, you know, when the interest rate environment changes, um, or or you know, you simply get a you know broader corrective move, which this market is certainly overdue for. Um, but you know, when you're when you're into trend activities, you need to stay on top of things. You know, it's not like something you can just uh, buy and put away and, and ignore it because it will shift on you in a hurry these days. One of the bigger stories of 2014 has to be commodities. Uh, were we in a commodity super cycle? Is the trend going to you know, cons- uh, persist and keep energy prices lower, metals prices lower, grains prices lower? Uh, what do you think about the commodity plays or just the commodity effects on the market in the next few years? Sure. Well, I think it is fair to say that we did uh, have a commodity super cycle that uh, coincided with the, you know, um, with the increased growth rates in China as that urbanization effort uh, continued. Uh, it still continues today, but we're clearly seeing a, a slowdown in the rate of growth there, and therefore the demand for commodities is not as great as it once was. Um, but with respect to what we've seen unfold in the commodity complex, um, I think that um, you know, there's a tendency to uh, look at the, the plunge in oil prices uh, exclusively. It seems to be like all we, we generally talk about these days is how far oil prices have come down, and you know, and that that's a negative for the for the oil companies, and and it is. 
Um, but we need to take into account, too, that you've seen a drop in a number of commodity prices. You know, copper futures are down 15% year-to-date. Cotton futures down 30% year-to-date. Uh, lumber futures down 9% year-to-date. And I, I point to those in particular because those are uh, major inputs for a lot of companies uh, in terms of their cost of production. And as those input prices come down, uh, that's ultimately you know a positive thing for profit margins for a number of, uh, of companies. And, and that should be reflected in their earnings growth in, in coming periods. And at the same time, it should hopefully translate into some uh, lower or more attractive pricing anyway for, for end users of the products that they, they produce. Um, so it's not necessarily a, a bad thing, but for you know, pure play commodity companies um, uh, that harvest those you know, items, um, you know, it is going to be a negative on those. And so you just need to be selective and, and be conscientious about um, those price declines when you're looking to, you know, um, to invest or to trade around those uh, declines. Um, but I would say one thing, you know, from the investment standpoint, um, you know, when you get these low prices because it's driven by a lack of demand and excess supply, um, those low prices will stimulate demand, and hopefully that supply-demand imbalance will come back uh, into a more uh, equitable position, and that should ultimately lead to better things for these commodity producers. And so you might have an opportunity here anyway to start scaling into some of these names uh, from a, a long-term investment standpoint. Um, but we wouldn't uh, dive into them just yet because there probably is more to go, particularly if the dollar continues to stay uh, strong uh, uh, and keeps rising like it has been this year. Seems like we have a couple things in 2015 that could play out uh, dramatically. It looks like Russia's in trouble with the falling oil of their economy. I'm not going to say collapse, but they're now looking at a recession. And that could play out positively because a lot of bad news is already priced in. On the other hand, Fed Chairman Janet Yellen could start raising interest rates if the U.S. economy continues to percolate nicely. And that could play out negatively, even though the good news is job growth but the cost of borrowing might change investor psychology. Um, you want to address maybe how these two, you know, they're currently built in one way, but they could totally flip another way. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, Russia's a wild card, really. I mean, you, you, you have to take, I guess, allow for the possibility that there could be a negative outcome as well, you know, given how okay. dependent the economy is on those uh, on oil prices. And if you get you know, a leader uh, like Putin who feels uh, his position is, is, you know, threatened uh, by outside influences, you know, who knows, maybe he does something, you know, rash that uh, really tries to upset the geopolitical order uh, just to uh, kind of to make some waves. Um, you know, the Russian economy clearly needs um, uh, oil prices to, to pick up uh, and, you know, probably um when you look at their uh, natural gas supplies they offer to, to you know to Europe um the possibility that they could you know clamp those down uh during the winter months uh, is there but we think it's it's probably the least likely possibility because they need that revenue um but i think it could kind of just be that sort of that card that hangs over everything here you know uh, putin knows he sort of controls some of those purse strings and can kind of Call attention uh, every now and then when he wants to by making some noise of a you know negative variety. So, um, so Russia is still pretty much a wild card in my estimation, but it needs to be accounted for in both a negative and potentially positive light. Um, with respect to raising interest rates, 
you know, we talked not that long ago uh, about how we've seen commodity prices come down, and, and frankly, I'm, I'm struggling to see, you know, how the Fed could um, raise interest rates anytime soon, you know, given that it has a dual mandate, unlike the ECB, which has just a single inflation mandate. You know, we are seeing, you know, uh, steady job growth, which is certainly a good thing, uh, but there's still, you know, slack out there in the in the labor pool. I think we see that and just how elevated the um, long-term unemployed continues to be uh, as a percentage of the unemployed workers. And uh, at the same time, um, you know, inflation rates aren't likely to be moving higher here, uh, certainly in the near term, as we see the flow-through effect of these, uh, you know, dropping commodity prices. And so I think the, the Fed is still going to want to be uh, of that mindset where they'd rather uh, err on the side of by doing nothing because the risk of doing something prematurely is greater than, um, in their estimation, we think anyway, uh, of doing something um, to raise interest rates you know, sooner rather than later. Anything else that you're working on, Mr. O'Hare? Anything that you want to throw, add extra insight on? Heck, if you want to grade the stock market, anything that you want to spout out about right now It's your time? Yeah, you know, we're in that period, We uh, obviously, with all the holiday selling activity, you're hearing a lot of, you know, reports out there about whether, you know, it was good or it was disappointing, you know, and and I just, I'm kind of loathe to listen to any of it, uh, and I would say I think your listeners should be too. Um, it's just, there's so much noise about just, you know, how strong holiday sales could be. Uh, you know, you have reputable companies coming out with different uh you know, growth rates. Uh, today, you know, we saw Adobe Systems with their tracking technology say Cyber Monday sales were up 16%. According to IBM, they were only up 8%. Um, I guess the, the silver lining in that is that both uh, tracking systems said they were up, but you just don't know how strong they were. And I think you just need, you know, you got to let some of the dust settle here and wait till we get further into the, in closer to the Christmas period to, uh, and then even on the other side of it, frankly, to, to really uh, understand just how sales activity continue this holiday. So be careful about listening to some of these early reports. Um, and then I would also just add one other thing. You know, you have the ECB meeting here coming up on Thursday. That's going to be a focal point for the market, uh, as everybody seems to be waiting to hear some sort of QE announcement or certainly the jawboning that one is on the way. Um, and that could create some volatility in the currency markets uh, as well as the stock markets, depending on what uh, Mario Draghi says. Thanks for your help. It is Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Uh, briefing.com is a website that I start my financial media preparation for daily. It's independent, live market analysis, U.S. international, equity markets. Uh, there's so much there from technicals to you know story stocks to earnings calendars. Uh, it's I'd say it's a pretty good one-stop one destination. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. And you can find them at briefing.com. If you want to drop me an email, it's rob at robblack.com. One of the areas that we talked about there was trend investing. And, you know, we were in a uh, commodity super cycle. And now you're seeing, you know, record flows out of commodity funds. I tend not to like to lean to the point that I can get caught. <clears throat> I'd rather play good, solid investing, diversification. I think that's one of the number one ways to not get freaked out is if you 
put a little bit into small caps, growth and value, a little bit into mid cap, growth and value, a little bit into large cap, growth and value, a little bit into emerging markets, a little bit into some sort of income, like a good REIT fund. I think they'll work for you over time. And some quarters will be better on one sector or the other style. And that takes some of the risk out for you of leaning and get caught leaning. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.